Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Comedy Slab, or if it's your first edition, very quickly, the formula is we put a comedy on the slab. I am Adrian Lacey, I'm in the southeast of England. Uh, his nibs is in the Midlands, uh, that's Shane O'Connor, uh, and we essentially review the show. Uh, we are notionally dissecting it, um, and we will get to it uh, very shortly. It's uh, this time around, Claire in the Community, which is a long-running um, series uh, into its 12th and final series on BBC Radio 4 as we speak, available on the BBC Sounds app, certainly in the UK, and probably available to stream via bbc.com uh, with a bit of luck throughout the world. Um, but uh, whilst we review comedies, sometimes we ourselves get get reviewed, don't oh. we, Shane? And uh, I'm, I'm reminded of the biblical phrase, those who live by the sword die by oh, the it's sword. it's lovely. I, I, I was I'm welling up just thinking about it now. I just um, We had a, a comment on our YouTube channel, um, which was, this goes way, I mean, it was only last week, but this goes way back to episode four of the Comedy Slab podcast. So the person is obviously working their way through all of the... Um, all of the episodes of the show, which is lovely to know as well. I mean, that's that's just <laughs> flattering, you know, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's kind of look, I get all emotional when I say, it. but they're just it's, um, oh, no. simply ASMR. I think they're called on on YouTube. Isn't that that whispery thing where they? I think it is. Yes. Which are just. I tell you what, though, that's meant to relax you. I just find it turns me on when it's a sexy young woman whispering in me. If it's a bloke with a beard, not so much. Or um, yeah, yeah, I'd subscribe to your channel just to fall. I'm just, I'm just teaching my son to whisper asleep. actually at the moment, and his his favourite thing to go, puts his finger up to his lips and goes, shh, which is great. I just send him. I said, <laughs> yeah, but you never take. Oh, no, you go you? find mummy and tell her. Um, <laughs> But yeah, anyway, so they, and they oh, put yeah, they, they, like the, you know the, the laughing crying emoji and put hysterical listening to you two, which I just thought was really nice. What a what a lovely thing to say. And mm. uh, we're we're flattered. Yeah, thanks ever so much for that. So um, you know, if we can be of any service, um, this is this is episode sixty five four four. So you've got tons Three, to go two. at and. Uh, and, and have a look at and uh, and enjoy as well. In, in all seriousness, I think I think they were actually um, being um, not so kind when I when I read on. Oh no way! Yeah, no actually, way. when I look at it, yeah. Well, don't read on. I, then. I, think, that I think that's the best thing. Should we just we just hold it there? I think <laughs> what it does though, it raises an interesting point, and because because I thought about this when when I read it, and I thought what's quite interesting is how. Um, binary we are in this country now. It's it's very it's very polar, isn't it? Everything and it really it always it mm. never fails to surprise me this because I, for example, I'm not a big fan of um, uh, Strictly Come Dancing or um, what's the ITV or Dancing on Ice or any of those kind of programs. Right. And and yeah. but I I do respect the right for people to to you know if they want to like them. I I wouldn't call for a law banning them kind of thing, 
But I do think there is this mm. kind of there is this kind of sort of polarity now, don't you think? Where where it's almost like you kind of think, well, I like so and so, so how dare you are not allowed to criticize it because I like it. Um, and it's mm. it's kind of it's what I would call the Brexit mentality. It's that kind of you know it's like we 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 failed the the sensible conversation about things has broken down. Now. And I I have to say you know in our defence I think we've 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 said this before we've never just slagged the program off. I mean we've you know we've mm. both of us have kind of said one for us but you know I'm sure it is for some people and we've yeah. managed to find high spots in. Most of the stuff we reviewed as well, and we've never—it's never been gratuitously barbaric reviewing, has it? Which you no. know, I, I, I don't, but I do, do. Do you get that sense? It's like kind of like you know, I, well, I like it, so everybody must like it. And you think, well, life don't work like that, does it? No. What, what worries me more is just how quickly people are reaching for rage generally. But that—that's obviously that's part of it. What you're talking yes. about, and. Um, Actually, it's not the only slightly less than positive remark we've had about that particular edition. But then, having said that, it's it's had uh, it's one of the highest uh, download counts of any show we've done. So you just get you get more criticism, you get more I, praise. That's the I way do it goes. think it, it is a male female high. thing, though, as well. I think it's because we're two men discussing yeah. two women doing it. I think I think a lot of women get on their high horse, um, or a lot of men who mm. like to think they're feminists get on their high horse. I mean, you like to think you're a feminist, but you know. You've only got a small pony, so just—it's quite bearable. <laughs> and a trap. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean, though? And that—and I can't—I do kind of think that is why that one kind of—how you know, dare men? Oh, men don't know men. This men. They think no. Try, try. We're all humans. Try that one from a standpoint and see where you come from. You know, don't judge people mm. because actually judging people who, who are men because they're men is actually sexist. You, 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 fool. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just crossing them all off then, well, all the ones I couldn't say. But do you know what yeah, I mean? I, can't I just, do that, I can't just do think that. like that yeah. is exactly what you're arguing against, if you think about it. But also, there was another paradox, which was that if I could get my head around it, uh, a previous comment was that um, you two have completely misunderstood the show, which is similar to what this other person yeah. was saying. And I didn't bother texting about it. I didn't want to give them the oxygen of publicity, but they've misunderstood our show, which is it's a personal yes, view. Yeah, yeah. And if we haven't made that clear every show, we'll make it clear in this edition. What we're saying is it's a snapshot of how we feel about a show in a certain week of our uh, lives. As, we are, we're not commanding you to have the same view. As all criticism and critique. We can't even agree amongst it's, ourselves. It's got to be personal. Hasn't it? You can't, I mean, I can't speak for you. You can't speak for me. It's, you're right. And, and that's mm. the other thing, isn't it? It's, and this is why I say it's a bit like Brexit, is that, you know, you hear the arguments, oh, if you voted to leave the EU, then you must be a racist. Well, actually, there are probably mm. other paths that you could go down, and reasons why people voted to leave the EU. Uh, in, the, in you know, mm. in the same way that you say, well, you know, if you voted to stay in the EU, then you must be some kind of mad federalist or whatever. So, you know, it's it, it, it's why I say binary. I think that's the best description. It's either on or it's off. It's like a it's like a switch with with people, and mm. it, and they kind of they see it in only monochrome. It's either black or white. That's it, and there's no. There's no grey areas in between. I, I find it a bit mm. fascinating and scary in equal measure. Um, 
I find it scary. The the people so angry that so angry with something so trivial very yeah. often that they're at, at large in our society, it, and they'll be next to you in the queue for the bus uh, or whatever. But if they were, they wouldn't. They wouldn't even look in your direction. This is this is keyboard warrioritis, isn't it? That's the problem. Is with that. I think yeah, that's true. But, um, anyway, it's. Do you know what? And 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 I really do mean this. I think it's lovely um, to have, you know, some kind of feedback, even if you can look at it and go. Oh, I think you're actually barking up the wrong tree there, sausage. Um, you know, mm. then the, it's still interesting to see who's out there and has got got access to electric. So, thanks ever so much for that. <laughs> it's really nice. And uh, as any politician will tell you, there's only one thing uh, worse than being talked yeah. about, and that's not yeah. being talked about. So, uh, is that Oscar Wilde? Thank you for is talking it? about us. Uh, it, it sounds like him, doesn't it? Was, yeah, Wilde. He was livid. He was mad, but wild, butch. <laughs> Bonking <laughs> Oscar used used to s- stare and scream from the yeah, gutter. Yeah, but but he was looking at the stars. He said, "So that's yeah. all right then." Talking of stars, see okay. what I did there. Um, we have the wonderful Sally Phillips uh, starring as Claire in the Community. I think it's got a wonderful backstory um, uh, to how this got to air. Have I got thirty seconds to try yeah, and tell it in minutes? It's quite interesting, isn't it? I yeah. mean, I'd be honest with you. Yeah, and and, and well, I, I mean, I have I've dipped into this show more times than I care to remember, and all the time I had no idea of this backstory. So I think a lot of people would be fascinated mm. by it. Well, I, I know that uh, Shane is an avid reader of the Guardian, in which case he'll be familiar with the fact that this. I think he still is, isn't it? Uh, certainly. I think it's ongoing. It was a cartoon in the Guardian. I think it continues. To I be. won't have anything else in the house other than the Guardian because it's just because it's it's so strong and absorbent. Um, it's, it's I'll absorb that insult as a good Guardian reader. Anyway, um, the uh, cartoonist is is a co writer of this show, um, Harry Venner. But when uh, it was. Um, a woman who herself is a social worker, Claire is a social worker, the Claire of the title, uh, played by Sally Phillips, as I say. Uh, she was reading The Guardian, no huge surprise there, a social worker reading The Guardian, but saw this cartoon. Her son, I think I've, I'm right in saying, was a BBC radio producer, and she pointed it out to him, and he thought, oh, that would make a good show. Harry Venner, bless him, thought, as I might have thought, that he was going to get sidelined. They would just buy the rights yeah. to it. And actually, it started out as a possible TV sitcom that never quite happened. BBC, then ITV. That's, uh, that's showbiz, mm. I'm afraid. Uh, you get very close, and then um, no cigar. But fortunately, it came back to radio, and I think TV's loss is radio's gain. Um, we'll find out uh, Shane's view of it uh, very shortly in a concise, headliney way. I am slightly, forgive me, bending the rules on this occasion. Normally we have three audio clips. This time, there are three main setups of this sitcom, and I wanted to get you to have a flavour of each of those. Um, uh, one being in the office, one being in the prison, which we'll start with uh, shortly, and one being couple of guys and a sort of um not quite a menage a trois but there is a tension there which we'll get to in a while and then i thought once once i'd chosen some clips there uh, i wasn't giving you a sense of how the story moves on so uh, permit me to squeeze in a fourth uh clip uh, a little later on which will um give you a little flavor and it also throws in another wonderful character disgusting uh played by Absolutely i know disgusting. played by nina conti what me breaking the rules well, it's another reason to get angry. Just 
give me some of your rage on Twitter. Uh, um, oh, sorry, I think it was in there. <laughs> no, I, not I didn't. Like, that's almost face to face. The ITV um, version. I was, just, I was just just reading about the the uh, um, you know trying to put it on TV back in two thousand and two. Starred starred mm. Julia Sawala, didn't it? Which which I can I can see her in the role. Actually, I can see her. She looks like a you know, a, a young social worker would look, wouldn't she, don't you think? She with her curly hair and with her wild glasses hair, and, yes. and Mother yes. Earth style. With with a <laughs> what are those sandals called? Those Bergen Birkenstocks, is it or a Birkenstock? Are they? Birkenhergens. P- put your feet in yeah, stocks. Put flip flops on. Uh, I thought you, I thought you meant crocs, which rhymes yeah. with stocks. Anyway, high time for the uh, the first clip. So um Claire, our social worker, has gone to a prison and uh, things have gone slightly awry as she is telling her colleague back in the office, Libby. So we hear um, Claire talking to Libby over the phone from the prison, explaining what exactly has gone wrong. I'm stuck in the middle of a prison riot, but I just wanted to call and let you know categorically that it isn't my fault, Okay. (laughs) No matter what people may say and furthermore I am not I repeat I am not their leader sorry to interrupt Claire but I thought you'd like to know that all the barricades are in place and we secured the wing oh really that was jolly prompt well done <laughs> Claire says well done hi, hi Libby Libby are you still there yeah well I, I know it might sound like I'm their leader but really really I'm not Claire There's just been a tiny bit of a misunderstanding. I I, I don't know how it happened, although, as you know, I am effortlessly charismatic, so that may have been a factor. The the truth is, I just pointed out to the inmates a couple of unfair aspects of prison life and um, then helped them to start a fire with some sticks, which I learnt from the Woodcraft folk. Hold on a second, Libby. What's that? The girls want to... They just want to lift me up on their shoulders and parade me around like a goddess. One, One, two, three... (laughs) Oh, I'm on their short bony. Um, sorry, what's that, Libby? Oh, the signal's better. Well, who'd have thought that? I got visions of you again with your BBC CD sound effects. Um, the other thing that ruined that whole scene for me is when she goes, oh, they just want me to put me up on her shoulders. Oops, here I go, I'm on their shoulders now. And it's, 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 like, it's like radio... Um, for beginners, in a in a sense, I, I got that a lot of the way through it, and, mm. I, and I have done previously when I've listened to it. But um, do you want my headline anyway? I should give him a headline. Uh, yeah. So just just to interpret that remark just before your headline, you, you think overwritten? Then, no, I overcompensated for not having pictures. Yeah, is it over? I don't know if it's overwriting or overacting. I'm not. I'm not sure how I, how I feel. No, it must be right. It's written. It's on the page, isn't it? So it must be overwriting. Yeah. There are other examples which I'll come to, I'm sure, as we go through, where I think, I think, okay. oh no, that. Why did you do that? Um, anyway, yeah, high time for your headlines. Mine please. is no care for Claire. Oh. I, I and I. Do you know what I have tried? So, and the, my brother really likes this. Uh, uh, thinks mm. it's really good, and he keeps saying to, oh, and every time I speak to him about, it, and he mentions it, and I think, oh, I'll give it another. But I actually own six series of this. Um, you, in my, you know, my coll- you went to that in my, in my collection. Yeah, um, I think I might have recorded them off the radio. I don't know, but, um, but <laughs> either way, um, I've got six series of this, and 
I keep dipping in. I keep going. Oh, I must give it. I must try. Maybe I'm being a this be long before the Comedy Slab podcast, and I just mm-hmm. can't do with it. And and cast fantastic. So it must be the writing, mm. must it? It's the only thing, I can, or or the or the acting, I suppose. I mean, the you know we've had where we've like liked the cast before and didn't think they're turning great performances, but yeah, I just I just can't. I can't get on with it. I mean, how it's lasted twelve series, I, I I'm a, I'm gobsmacked, really. Um, but you're a big fan, aren't you? You were a massive fan. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say massive fan because I, I I mean, look, here's the paradox: you've got uh, many more recordings than I have. I mean, if if I kept recordings like you, I might have one or two of these, but. Um, uh, I, I you don't mind if you want them. Did you say six series, not just six, six series? Episodes? I've got. Yeah, I, I've, I ended up with six because I kept, I kept like <laughs> you seriously tried, yeah. haven't you? I'll give oh you yeah, that. Like when series one was on, and I thought, oh well, I, and I recorded it, or I don't know if I bought it actually. I didn't downloaded it. Um, I think I might have been in in a bit of a downloading from iTunes or something phase at the time, you know. But whatever, mm. and I, I, so I ended up with series one, and I th- uh, uh, listened to a couple of episodes and just. It drove me away every time I went to it. I found that I got driven away by it. Um, and for lots of reasons, I mean, there's there's an undercurrent that I don't like. But then when I hear what comes out of the speakers, I kind of, it, it it's a bit like nails down a blackboard for me for, for many reasons. Well, the very thing you don't particularly like or you think might be a big part of the problem, the writing is the very thing I love. Can I lead into um, the mm. second clip? Because there is this lovely, sub, uh, in my view, lovely subplot, it's only going to wind you up probably, whereby uh, one of the characters, which she's come, just to set the scene, uh, she is a fellow social worker. Uh, we first hear of her in the office talking, uh, this is Joni I'm talking about, and she in turn has been talking to Libby in the it, office. C- c- sorry, can I, and, not because she's a brummy, but I have to say she's my favourite character. But, but <laughs> oh, well, I do good. like her, and I think, I think, I, I thought this plot line was great, but I thought she was really good, and I thought the writing for her was really good as well. Well, that's yeah. something. So it wasn't. They're, thereby proving we we never entirely oh, write off. No, and this is you know this is just how I feel. It's no it's no good going. Oh yeah, I thought it was great because I want to sound PC and write on or whatever. Or you know, <laughs> I'm trying to trying to impress the writer's mother or whatever it is. You can only mm. say and but yeah, but Joan is is she, she really? I mean, maybe I have a problem. I said this to you. Sorry, I've interrupted you wildly here. So I got, I got this, yeah. I got this thing about characters that I can't, I can't, that I don't like or I can't empathise with or that I don't feel are realistic. Um, uh, but, um, but I, I don't know if it's because I, you know, she's sounding familiar, and I think maybe I might have met her in a past life in Birmingham. Um, but uh, <laughs> and liked but yeah. her shockingly someone you yeah. like <laughs> yeah I did I, I, I quite like anyway people are here and you know sorry I interrupted you go on that's alright uh, so Joni has this thing whereby she's come back off being um, mentally ill because uh, the, the show doesn't beat about the bush so uh, it does say oh, uh, Libby says oh, welcome back and, and then Joni's making the claim I've never been better my n- mental health never been better um, cut to uh, her thinking there is just one thing one slight problem I think I might be in a play um, so that's the first introduction of it this I think is the second time we come back to Joni and this gives such uh, you know it could be done very badly I think it's done really well where I think 
the writers are having an absolute ball running rings around us but making us laugh at them running around uh, rings around us we'll find out what Shay makes of it after we hear the clip here's Joni sometimes I think it's a comedy but if it were a comedy surely there would be more laughs <laughs> what would the play we're in Libby, you better turn on the TV. Give me the remote control. TV? There's never been a TV in here before. It's a much overused and some may say cheap dramatic device. Yeah. <laughs> right, Joan. And next you'll be saying that the TV will go straight to the right channel covering exactly the right story. And breaking news from Sparrowhawks Women's Prison where reports are reaching us of a serious disturbance. There, there, what did I tell you? Hey, will you two pint down? I'm trying to watch this. I'll fetch the popcorn. It kind of, this, it, like, it reeled me in at that point and I'm thinking, oh, actually, no... I could be okay with this after all. And I did, what was the matter with me for the other 11 series? Why I didn't like it and all the rest of it. Um, but, but then ironically, it all, it's almost, uh, and I know it's poking fun at itself, but, but it, it's poking fun at itself for all the things that I kind of have an issue with about it. You know, like the, um, you have to write, Oh, and the girls are picking me up now. There was there was one line in there. Um, I don't know if you've got this in one of your clips where where one guy says to the other, um, and I can't remember the the name of the of the two people. Simon and Brian. Brian yeah. is um, uh, Claire's husband. Yeah, I think he, he walks in and he goes, "Hello, Simon. Hello, Brian. It's Simon." And they stood face to face, and I'm thinking, <laughs> "Well, he can see that you are." It's and that it's it's full of that kind of writing where you think why have you written that why would you do that it's like very old school um uh comedy writing don't you think do you do you am i being am i being unfair do you see any of that in this or not uh well it hadn't troubled me remotely um i i I mean i i can see the arguments you're making there um going back to being lifted up on the shoulders um it didn't worry me at all. I can I can see the argument you're making. Right. Um, maybe I'm a bit slow. Maybe I need uh, these handrails. I, I I do think it's a bit like um, red car um, syndrome, isn't it? Or or you know, if you hear a noise, you can't unhear it. It's like if you know, if you buy a red car, you see red yeah. cars all the while because it's yeah. on you. And I th- and I do suffer from that when I listen to it. And, you know, I do kind of think I'm hearing that because I've. It's pronounced now, and so I'm I'm hearing it kind of right. thing. Um, and I do want you know, and all the while, all this is going. Perhaps that's why I don't get the chance to listen to the show because all this is going through <laughs> my head, and I'm thinking, well, am I being unfair, really? Because mm. you know, it, am I, it's it's like the same comic devices are used over and over again. Um, and like you know, where where the where they think they're talking about one thing, and they're actually talking about something else. I think the I just pick three at random. Um, you know, when they're playing ping pong, you thought they were talking about something else. And they were talking mm. about pizza delivery, you thought they were talking about something else. And then um, you thought she was talking to um, a con and she wasn't actually talking to a con. She, you t- and it's yeah, that same yeah. comic device all the while and I kind of think, oh, that's the same gag again. Um, isn't that, that's a staple of comedy though, isn't it? I'm not yeah, saying every so. joke has to have that, but I... I we could probably go through and find some comedies you do actually like where that is a device used. I can't I can't find the quote, and I'm sure it was Bob Monkhouse, and maybe it wasn't, and that's why I can't find it, but I've been on an eternal search mm-hmm. for somebody who said there are only three jokes 
Oh uh, yeah, I don't I don't know where that comes from originally. I've heard there are only six. Okay. I only know about one. Um, but yes, it, it means, of course, six or three categories of jokes. Yeah, like it? misunderstanding or yeah. whatever. Yeah, and and um, and once you once you see that, you can't then unsee it. It's you know, mm. it's it's like the first time you go into a radio studio. You never hear radio in the same way again. I, I went. I told you before, didn't I? Went to watch the Archers record, and that finished it for me. I can never, <laughs> I can never listen to it again. Yeah. Um, so, so, so there is that to it, but. Um, I, I I don't know what I mean. What is it? What is it that that attracts you to it? That I mean, you obviously must like the characters. I mean, I I don't really I do. like, like any of the characters, particularly well, the way yeah. that they portray men. I think it's really sexist, and I think it's awful. Right. Uh, well, it is of course written by two men. I didn't mention the other writer, writer uh, David uh, Ramsden, who, as far as I can see. This has virtually been his life, hasn't it? For I mean, mm. I know there are twelve series. He, I, I saw him on IMDb. He's done only three or four acting roles. Well, certainly in yeah, film or TV. Um, and and there's three years between his first two jobs. But of course, you know that's not necessarily unusual for acting. And what's unusual is actually getting a gig in a film. We we tend to forget there are many many actors. Um, who don't even get that far, just as there are bands who release loads of singles and not one gets in the uh, top 100 even. That's the norm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, to try and answer that question before we move on, I, I suppose I just do like all the characters. I, I'm, just, I'm sucked into the world. I totally believe it. And, um, see, I'm sure you're not missing the fact, because I, I did think, oh, well... Uh, a guardian reading social worker as a central character for Shane, that could be a massive turn off and also mm. coming from a cartoon strip from the guardian. But the point is it's sending up everything. The guardian holds dear. She is smug. I mean, but this is, it cuts both ways, doesn't it? This could be the very reason you can't like her, but I like the fact we're, we're allowed to laugh at how smug she is and how self deluded uh, Claire is. Uh, she thinks she's so right on, and she's just creating more havoc. I, d- I, d- I don't. I'm, I've never been convinced with Sally Phillips in the lead either. Now I love Sally. I think she's fabulous, and she's done some brilliant work. And I don't think it's anything to do with um, her per se. But I, d- I've never, I never felt that was great casting. I don't know. Now Julia Sawala in the TV version, I kind of get that, and I kind of she's got the look and the rest of it, and. Really, for it to work in radio, she's you know you've got to have the voice, haven't you? And I don't think Sally Phillips. I think because you know, I tell you what it is. It's like, it's the, yeah. how jarring the the cartoon is of Claire as this <laughs> kind of cropped hair. I always wonder why it was a bloke because um, I thought it was a bloke that was that was in the in the art for the right yeah for the for the because I didn't know it was a cartoon. You see, and I thought. Mm. Well, is that Brian then? Is that that must be Brian at the front there? Why is he? But then I realised that that's supposed to be that that's Claire in the cartoon. I mean, if you then put that as as a, an image and then went to the opposite end of the spectrum, you'd probably mm. end up with Sally Phillips, wouldn't you? Really, <laughs> I guess. Yes, it, uh, that jars for me, but only in a sort of back to front way because um, although I mean, years ago I must have seen the uh, the comic strip. I didn't particularly. Uh, that he is clearer in the community. I, I didn't connect with it. And, right. Um, 
But I mean, they've done fabulously out of it. For me, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just another world. I just accept that's how it is. But yes, it, um, it's the other. The other thing is being. I'm 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 sounding really shallow here, but it's the colour of her hair in the cartoon is is really dark, and Sally's is lighter, isn't it? Yeah, I've seen her for a while. I, th- I think hey. it's because you know Sally Phillips, and I think you know she has got a reasonable profile. I mean, if you came to me with this as an idea and said, right, you know, so if I was the commissioning editor, mm. um, and they said, right, okay, we're going to commission, oh, okay, okay, casting, what we're going to do, um, what about the role for Claire, uh, Joe Brand, because. Yeah. Even on the radio, Joe Brand's voice sounds like the character more than... Do you know what I mean? I, 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 yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I just... Uh, I, there's something about it that doesn't has never rung true to me right. as, as, a, as the whole thing. And, and, and because of all this... I think, I think that's what it is. Because of all this going on in my head, I can't, I can't enjoy it. <laughs> There's not much room for any more processing. No, because he's got some beautiful gags in it. I mean, there's some really, really great. You know, some of the some of the writing, the gag writing. Mm. I think he's terrific. I really do. I think there's some really, you know, there's some really, really funny lines in there, isn't there? You know, I mean, not particularly in this episode. I mean, it was, it was, it was okay, but in other ones I've heard before, and I thought actually, you know, it's really laugh out, out loud funny. The, um you know, the writing in that sense. So, I mean, you can't even say, well, it's poor writing. It's, I No, I would know. never say that, but who, I'm at a loss. Who's responsible? If, you, if, you're, if you're doing a kind of radio drama or a radio comedy like this, and yeah. you've, you've got lines like, hello, Brian, it's Simon, I'm stood by the photocopier. <laughs> who... who I mean, surely it should be the producer who would go, actually, can we just scrub that out? Because he wouldn't say that. Yeah. TVs, he would have another layer, which I mean, you can argue either way, but you, because there's more money slotting around, you, there are more roles. And I think you might have a separate script editor. I think we might have touched on this before. Yeah. Where, where radios, uh, not that it excuses really what you're saying although it's it's clearly not worrying me in the same way but i think there would be a script editor in in tv and an extra process but that can also that can kill things dead can't it a script editor can over edit and take out some of the heart i think it's got a a big heart anyway shall we hear a bit uh, more this is the um third setup uh so it's a, a classic sort of interwoven three stories going on a bit like a casualty episode or or loads of classic uh, drama forms anyway so these are the two guys hi brian it's simon or vice versa um and here is the complication that cannot quite speak its name dare not speak its name uh brian as i was saying is uh, claire's husband um he's been at home uh with a dicky heart uh, but uh, uh, his heart could be broken if he finds out that Simon, uh, his busy mate, is actually having an affair with Claire. So, Simon, tell me about this new woman you're with. I, I, I can't. <laughs> ah, just another notch on your bedpost, eh, mate? <laughs> well, actually, no, this one is different. Special. It, it started off as just sex, but it's become more than that. When I'm with her, I'm, I'm giddy with happiness. Breathless with joy when we're apart, and I'm just lost, <laughs> empty, nothing. Sorry, mate, I'm badding on here. Tea's ready. I'll just bring it through. Oh, don't apologise, mate. She sounds great. <laughs> when am I going to meet her? 
Blimey, Simon, how many trays were you carrying? <laughs> and again, that that was like, well, you're there, you're with him. Why, why don't you know how many trays he's carrying? I think that's called uh, comedic license, and but, you but know it, it. But it was a, to me, it was a good gag ruin. You know, you kind of go, oh, well, he was, he was, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I, there must be another way to uh, to write it so that it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not it, clunky. I think is the best way I can describe it. It's very, very clunky. Um, just and, listening. And, sorry, go on. No, go on. Uh, just a thought there that might have helped it, and it would, I think, have answered your question, but uh, it could only be done in moderation. If there's a bit more, you know, I speak as an old sound bore, as you know, if if what we call sound perspective was used a bit more, uh, it, it only occurred to me listening that time through mm. that he should say, uh, Simon should sound a bit more distant. He's in the kitchen. I think Brian's in the lounge. So we could have had them sound more distant, and then that would have made sense Right. Of how many trays were you carrying? Because he I can't see, see because he's I in another room. Yeah, I see what you mean there. Yeah, so may, maybe I misunderstood it because of the way it sounded, kind of thing. But yeah, um, yeah I, 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 maybe it is a script editor. I don't know. I mean, the other thing that I've got an issue with is, like, I say how sexist it is, and and um, I've always thought that the the men that they write in are, are always wet or stupid or cuckolds or. Uh, there was a guy that used to be in it. He's not in it anymore, I don't think. Richard Lumsden, the actor. I don't know. Do you know? Do you know who I mean? He's 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 kind of got fair curly hair. No, um, not off the I, top of my head. I interviewed him a few years ago because um, he was a. Uh, I think he lived in Derbyshire, mm-hmm. and I just I was an admirer of his work because I'd seen him in a Steve Coogan. Remember Coogan's Run? Yeah, uh, which was a set of six. It was his first series he was ever given. I think by the BBC. And he did a different story in each one. And the first, I think it was the first one that went out, was called, uh, where he played, a, Coogan played a character called uh, Gareth Cheeseman. Um, oh. And the episode was called Dearth of a Salesman. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I'm in already. And uh, uh, Coogan's like this, you know, this really obnoxious salesman. He's, he's like, looks in the mirror and goes, I'm a tiger. <laughs> you know, this kind of, <laughs> kind of idiot salesman from the 90s. Um, yeah. But, but, Richard Lumsden was in that, and that was the first time I'd ever seen him in a comedy playing this like really uh, inoffensive, downtrodden, <coughs> excuse me, son of a of, of a CEO who Coogan is trying to impress, and he kind of you know he kind of treads all over this guy. And right. I just thought, what a great! And then I saw him in other stuff. What a great actor he was! And one, he was one of the reasons I kept going back to Claire in the community. I think oh, I like Richard. I love the, the work that he does, but his character that he was written for. He was so wet, and all the men are. So, do you do you ever get the sense of that? They're so they're so wet and downtrodden and insignificant. And well, maybe it's because I'm wet and downtrodden and insignificant. I don't notice. What do you think? I. <laughs> I so, so they're aspirational to you, then. That's what you say. I, yeah, I, I aspire to be as high, uh, you know, in in terms of society, <laughs> to be downtrodden. That w- that would be progress. <laughs> <laughs> I found a picture of Richard Lumsden while you were talking. And, do you know who uh, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Have you seen it? He's, he's fabulous. And do you know what? He's one of the nicest guys I've ever interviewed. He was just a a really smashing... In fact, we said to him, because he hadn't... You know, he wasn't doing anything or that we wanted to talk. I said, I said my producer just phoned him and said, um, we just wondered if you'd do an interview because, um, you know, one of our presenters really likes the work that you do and mm. likes to have a chat with you. And, he, and he's going... Are, are you sure it, it, it's me he wants to speak to? It's like, and he was like, <laughs> he couldn't. 
why does he want to talk to me? I, I haven't got a book oh. out or anything. Or you know, big because we wanted to do interviews where we weren't doing it because somebody was plugging their latest film or book or whatever TV yeah. show, which is normally what happens, isn't it? You see, but yeah. Um, but well, yeah, no, smashing, smashing, lovely guy, lovely guy, and uh, brother-in-law to Emma Thompson, is that right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's uh, yeah, he's married into the uh, Magic Roundabout dynasty, hasn't he? Yeah, uh, Eric Thompson being the voiceover of the original uh, uh, Magic Roundabout. Yeah, Emma's dad. Right. Okay. Uh, let's uh, move on to the fourth and final clip, and and uh, then we'll. Score the show out of five, uh, each of us. Uh, I've got my own hunches where it's going for Shane, but uh, we'll have to see. I'll give anyway, it six. <laughs> yeah, percent. Uh, yeah. Um, so, and, and in the process, uh, we meet... Uh, it is Nina Conti, isn't it? Sorry. I'm just yeah, I mean, I have, yeah. I, again, I said to you, I'd, I'd seen her in other stuff, and because uh, it's Tom's, Tom's girl, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I mean, I'm really good at picking out voices, but again, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have, uh, I, um, Sarah, Sarah Tommy, somebody that I recognize the name who plays the, who plays Jean, the Brummie. Joan. Um, yeah. Joan, uh, Joan the Brummie. But, yeah. And, and yeah. I looked her up, but I couldn't, I couldn't see where I'd know her from, but the, the name sounds familiar from other stuff. I don't, it might be radio stuff she'd done. I don't know. But, but yeah, Nina Conti's, um, is in it. Yeah. Yeah, well, let's uh, hear her now. This is uh, so we're back in the prison, and uh, this is uh, Nina Conti's character introducing herself to uh, the Claire of the title. I beg your pardon, but I do not believe we have been introduced properly. I am the Queen Pin, or less formally to my friends, Queen Pin. <laughs> no definite article, small point, but significant. Let me do a queenie. Let me at her. Roxy, razors, fleagle, bingo, snorky, drooper, stand down. <laughs> Nobody gets torn to shreds until I say so. I do apologise, the girls are a bit frisky. And who, may I ask, are you? This is Claire. This riot is all down to her. She's our leader. Leader, are you? Me? Well, I mean, to be honest, I've never been fully comfortable with the whole hierarchical trip. I mean, (laughs) aren't each of us a leader in our own way? If you look at urban Spanish anarcho-syndicalism of the mid-1930s... Oi, don't you come all urban Spanish anarchic syndicalists with me, girl. Let me explain how things work around here. This is my prison. This is my wing. Nothing goes in or out of this wing without me knowing. In fact, nothing goes in or out of anybody's bottom before anybody goes in or out of this wing without me knowing. Capiche? Si. <laughs> nice nod to the uh, banana splits there. Did you pick, did you pick that up? No, she I says, didn't. Bingo, Flegel, Snorky. Oh, and, right. Oh, yeah. Those are the names that, of the banana no, 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 no. my Saturday mornings all over again. That <laughs> Oh, well, you must have enjoyed that bit at least. Yeah, I did. Um, Quite quite classist as well, isn't it? The assumption that everybody in prison talks with a with a uh, working class Cockney accent, which is quite interesting. Um, there is for, that for a kind of write on writers. Do you think? Well, there. I was just thinking. I was thinking not quite the opposite because no, I'm not arguing against that point. That is true, um, but it's also true to say that it, I, I think if you dig a bit. It's actually gently subversive about Claire because actually my sense is um, what's happened to her happens to a lot of people, uh, which is if you're posh, you rise rather more quickly than other people 
and that doesn't mean you're necessarily any more able than them. So in that sense, uh, it is going against the, the tide, I would argue, of what you're saying. But I take the point about prison and working class accents. I, I mean, I was, I was, I was just when I looked up the series and what people had said about it. I mean, it has. A, I mean, people who like it love it, don't they? I mean, there's no question about it. The people who, mm. you know, if, if you're a Claire in the Community fan, um, you are big styly um, a fan. I mean, there's no question about that. But I was just reading the entry on Wikipedia and mm. was absolutely horrified. It said, I mean, this is the premise of it. She's a social worker with all the right jargon who likes to sort out other people's problems whilst ignoring her own. She's white, middle-class and heterosexual, but doesn't like to be reminded of it. And I just thought, what an awful thing to say. Can you imagine if it was if it was the roles reversed and said, um, you know, she's a black lesbian and doesn't like to be reminded of it? You'd go, oh, no, that's sort of... You, how could you write something like that? How could that be the premise of what you're writing? And but do- that, is, that is part of the joke, though, isn't it? That... She kind of wishes she was. Uh, I mean, she'd be more comfortable, I think, uh, being black and lesbian, for instance. Right. That is. It's, that is but having jokes got to be funny. I don't. I mean, to me, that is just. It's just awful. It's just a. If I ever met somebody who said that, I'd just say, "You, you need therapy if that's how you feel about but, yourself. If that's how you feel about your race or your your sexuality, that, that's awful." But yeah, but central characters in comedies of all things, they do need therapy. That again is the joke. Right. I mean, Basil Fawlty, well, I think John Cleese was in therapy and his psychiatrist was actually in the audience for uh, the first show, which must have been uh, quite a head mangling <laughs> thing. Um, but Basil Fawlty is not well adjusted and uh, beautifully calm and, uh, you know, uh, centred and all of that. No, I, I just think as as a premise, personally, I just find that abhorrent. I really do. But you know, that's but I, but but I can't think of anything now off the top of my head. But there are probably shows where there's a premise where you shouldn't like it, but you end up liking it because of what they've done with it. And right. I don't know how productive it is to go down that route, but no, but I think again, you know, it's, isn't it's, it a visceral thing as well? Don't you think it's kind of like you know you you either. You you know I feel like that you don't. Mm. Um, it's we're like we're you, both anchoring in different directions, aren't we? You're, yeah. You've decided you don't like it. I've decided I like it, and we're both we go along that line. Yeah, I I'm, think. I'm, yeah. I'm trying. I'm, I'm more. Uh, yeah, I, I was going to say I'm more trying to give reasons why I don't I don't like it. But yeah, I mean you're right in in the sense that um, it's the it's the stance that I'm coming from. But I just. I just kind of think that it's it is you either feel like like in the past you've said things and you said oh I didn't like the character because I felt this mm. and I interpreted it completely the polar opposite and and went oh no I felt but so that's that is the the personal thing taking over you are that's yeah. that's how yeah. it hits you and 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 stays with it but yeah I do I just thought god that's awful um although there was um there was <laughs> There was the, what was the line that really made me laugh, and I thought that's just recycled. But it was still a good. But you game. still laughed. Yeah, it was. Oh, I know what it was. It's Joan. Is it Joni? The uh, the yeah, the, the brummie. Brummie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and somebody said she said I think I'm in a plane. She said how long have you had this feeling? She said but since series eight. <laughs> And which that is, is the kind of in joke because we know we're listening to series twelve. Which is, oh, I thought that whole subplot was beautiful, and in fact, she refers to a plot B at one point, and you wouldn't that, think you could get a laugh out of that. 
No, but but that's just an old joke, isn't it? That's the old doctor joke. Doctor, doctor, doctor I, I think I'm a dog. He said, how long you felt like this? Instead of us since I was a puppy. Yeah. It's, but but it, it's, it's beautifully reworked. Yeah, it did. It did. It did uh, it did make me laugh that one. That was a, that was my laugh out loud moment. That, gives, that gives me some hope that you might find you, it in your heart to like other parts of it eventually. You, you've got well, I've got enough to go at it, haven't I? I can't, but like I say, twelve series. I can't believe yeah. that. I mean, it's uh, it's like the last of the summer wine of radio, isn't it? <laughs> and did you spot? I should have mentioned earlier. Yes, uh, your lover playing no, Libby. Don't. Why do you keep saying that? I don't. <laughs> I don't. Because no. there was a phase we went through, you went through, um, listeners uh, who've been with us for a long time or have backtracked into our, our archive, which uh, remains available on Spreaker and elsewhere, will know that you were very fond of her show. There's no shame in it. No, but you make uh, it, it sound a like, a, like <laughs> it's sexual or something or what. I just, I li- I just liked well, the I... show. This, this was episode 10 of the podcast, in case you were... See, uh, he can even remember. He didn't even have to look at that to. Uh, I did. To I wrote it down in my notes because I knew you'd mention it. Um, <laughs> Shh, they can't see that. But yeah, you can go, or your girlfriend, or your your mate, or, the, or your light said, oh, "What are you on about?" It reminded me of you know when I, when I was when I was working in radio in oh Derby, I think it was, and mm, I where we I, met, darling. I'd said to my producer, so I said to my producer, that's it. <laughs> I'd said something about I'd watched a program with Sarah Beanie in, and I said, "Oh, I'd, I'd really like her. I think she, when you know, when she was doing the, she was actually doing the, the doing up the houses kind of thing." And I said, "I really like her because mm. she gets she gets stuck in, and you know, whatever kind of thing." And that and that's all I can remember saying. Anyway, mm. this got misconstrued and translated into that I really <laughs> thought she was fantastic, and I really fancied her, which I don't. I've got to be honest with you, lovely mm. lady as she is, which would have been bad enough. But then they got her on the show. <laughs> And they told the her that I fancied her. Yeah, but if she, okay, and I she was might ma- have taken with a pinch of salt. You, Did it right? get back to Mrs. Shane? Well, she well she knows I didn't fancy her. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, but so then we had to have this conversation on air where I'm like going, "Oh, hello, you're right," you know. And <laughs> do you so, have to be ultra frosty with her? Yeah, I don't know what. I don't, well, no, she wasn't. I don't think she. She's married as well, so I don't think she was expecting anything from me. To be quite fair, um, but it was just don't a weird so thing sure. because. And it just got. Um, you think you can rack your brains? Think, what did I say for him to make him think that? Mm. Funny, isn't it? Anyway, but the Australian trilogy I see is still on BBC Sounds uh, with Sarah Kendall and. I was just going to backtrack, and, and I was biting my tongue, not going to say Shane's bird. Um, but anyway, I've seen recently, because I've, I've actually linked a mate to it, so I know it's up there as we speak. Anyway, surely it is high time to wrap and uh, give our scores on the doors. Okay, do you want mine first? I'm going to... I'm telling you your... No, I'm going to... It could be even worse than two. You might even be going for a one and a half the way to. I'm going to guess two and hope it is no lower. I, 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 that is exactly what I was going to give it, and I will tell you why. Yeah, is because mm. it didn't work for me. I realise that it has enough about it that a lot of people like it, and it wasn't. I didn't find it apart from the sec- casual sexism against men um, and the classism um, and. Uh, the the terrible base on which it's all founded. Apart from those three things, I don't. I think it tries to do no harm. 
<laughs> Unlike you in critiquing it. I don't I don't think it comes from that's what I think. I don't think it comes from a bad place. I don't it's you know, mm. it's 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 not a, like I, Birmingham. Oh, sorry, you didn't mean that. <laughs> brum, brum. They'll all be after brum, brum. there. That'll be yeah, I know. Sorry, folks, that was a joke. Uh, I know Shane doesn't get jokes, but I think our listeners do. There'll be a busload of Jonies on the way down the M40 <laughs> to come and sort you out, mate. Um, yeah, so I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it, like I said, I don't think it comes from a bad place. I think, I think um, you know, there are some twinkly bits in there that kind of, yeah, I think two is, two is fair, as a representation mm. of the way I feel. Okay, and I'm going for exactly double that, so I'll be uh, I'll be a four. Knew that. Four out of five, uh, which makes uh, six out of ten, which means more than half marks. I think that's definitely a pass. Might annoy you, but um, you knew I was going to be quite generous. Mm. Um, and I particularly, as I say, I loved the subplot where the, she thought she was in some kind of play. And uh, there's another gag around that, which you must enjoy. And there's a fantastic reveal, which I won't spoil. Um, we are on Spreaker, YouTube. Uh, Shane's already f- referred to um, the latter. Uh, you can give us your comments. Uh, just be prepared for us to quote from them on another week. Um, next week's homework is something which I don't know is still, whether it's still available out on the waves of the air um right um but i i watched it once it's it's a two series jobby and they didn't make any more of it um well they haven't so far i think it goes back to 2012 i think um but i watched it once and i remember it making a big impression on me at the time and i thought you know what it's something i came across it in my Basically, saying like I've got this long library with uh, with oak panels on it or whatever. I was going to say <laughs> I came across it in my collection the other day as Very I was grand. walking in the East Wing, wandering, reading poetry. Keats, I think it was from a paper. If you bag. lean on, if you lean on a wall, does it spin round and become another bookshelf? Yeah, shoddy builders. Mm. They're a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I remember, and I came across, and I thought, oh, that'd be a great one to slab because I'd really like you to. Uh, to to have a you know get to grips with it and see what you think of it because I think that's part of the fun isn't it with the comedy slab as well is that sometimes mm. it's stuff that we know um, so um, and I don't know whether you know anybody this and I don't know if you know one of the leading actors uh, Jim Moore do you know Jim Moore don't think so uh, sometimes he calls himself Vic Reeves um, oh Jim Moyer yeah, and, yes and, sorry uh, yes with uh, you yeah, now. yeah. oh <laughs> Jim Moyer you'd be oh. saying Patrick Moore next. <laughs> Um, and also the comedian Chris Ramsey. I don't know. Do you know? Have you seen any of Chris Ramsey's work at all? He's a he's a Geordie lad. Uh, no, not unless he's got a better known pseudonym. No, no, that is his name, Chris <laughs> Ramsey. Um, but it's a mm. program called. Uh, I might actually have upset him calling him a um, uh, a Geordie because he might be a Teesider now after all that, <gasps> um, oh. which is about as bad as you can get calling a Brummie somebody from the Black Country and vice versa. Um, mm. But it's a program called Heaven. Did you ever come across this? Heaven. Heaven. H-E-B-B-U-R-N. No. It's, it's a place in the northeast. Okay. Um, and I don't know whether to go... I don't know whether to 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 go for Series 1, Episode 1, or Series 2, Episode 1. I don't know. Should we toss a coin? What do you think? I don't, I don't know. Um, 
I'm, I'm just being perverse. Uh, let's have a bit of jeopardy and go for series two, episode one. I think so. I think. I think. I think. Mm. I think the characters are so well drawn. I think you'll pick them up quite quickly anyway. Um, mm. And it's quite a good cast as well. Um, series two, episode one. Then it's the episode called "Welcome Home," and it's heaven for next week. Right. Um, do you know uh, which channel it was originally broadcast? On? Uh, it was. It went out on BBC Two originally. Um, right. In about this time of year, it's about it, uh, what's the date today? Um, yeah, it's it's roughly almost around today's date. It went out on the eighteenth of October, uh, twenty twelve. Okay, thank you. Uh, yeah, I've got no uh, preconceptions about that. I mean, I know uh, uh, a reasonable amount of uh, Vic Reeves' work, but um, this is one I haven't come across. Uh, anti-social media. Oh yeah, we're on Twitter. We're on uh, we're on Facebook. And um, if you want to completely miss the point and, and leave a comment. Uh, <laughs> um, Give us some merriment. Slack, slacking us off, then why not use YouTube? That seems to be the popular place to go these days, if that's your bent. Um, I'm going to take an evening class in becoming a social worker and um, with a, a subsidiary course in being ultra smug about it. And yet, strangely, ill at ease with being male, middle class, white and bald. <laughs> How about you, Shane? Me, I'm just going to go around describing quite loudly everything that I'm doing in a very unnatural way and walking up to people and going, hello, Fred, I'm Shane, just to see whether it actually works in real life or not. Hello, Adrian, I'm Shane. I couldn't think of your name for a moment. And how many trays are you carrying? What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.